Welcome back. So today I want to talk about Julio Rodriguez, who just made big league history out in Kansas City. I had this game on during my work day. Rodriguez had had four hits the night before. Um, He's a guy that came into the year like I thought Julio Rodriguez was going to basically show the world that he's Ken Griffey Jr. 2.0, a guy that comes along once every 40 years. Uh, Got off to a little bit of a slow start. Still got to, I believe he got to the All-Star game. I know he was in the home run derby. Um, But in any event, he's been hovering around that 250, 260 mark. Uh, He's battled a bit. He's scuffled a bit. It hasn't been like to where he took that huge leap in year two, his OPS uh, in that 750 range. Uh, He was stuck on 19 homers. He stole his 30th base two nights ago. But yesterday in Kansas City, I actually had the game on during my work day. Had a big bet out there on the Royals. I didn't think the Mariners could go in there and sweep the Royals. Um, Hey, but if they do, I'm happy. I'd love to see that team make the playoffs. So Julio starts the game off uh, with a line drive and adds a few more hits. Uh, Then I think he doubles over the left fielder's head. All day, great game, back and forth game. The Royals were up four to two. Julio comes to the plate with two men on late in the game, and he just squares up a Royals paltry reliever, hits his 20th bomb of the year deep to left field. He makes Major League history, becoming the first big leaguer in history to hit 20 homers and steal 30 bases in his first two seasons, uh, nine hits in a span of 24 hours. That's not something you see very much. Um, But definitely wanted to give mention to the fact that, uh, you know, it's like funny when I see Julio succeed, baseball, their social media accounts, they do a really good job. They're trying. You have to give them credit. They've they faced a lot of criticism for not marketing their young stars. They realize what he is. A guy like me realizes what he is, and I root for him for no reason other than that. But when he does well, you know, both the Mariners' account and MLB's account is all over it. Multiple posts, giving people the chance to recognize what this guy is at 22 years old. Um, so just thought that that was a really cool thing to kind of see. I had it, you know, on low volume where I could look over, you know, during my work day and kind of see what was going on. Can't beat a little afternoon baseball out at Bobby's Castle, Bobby Witt's Castle in Kansas City. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of like everything that uh, baseball should be. Mariners end up winning that game 6-4. to four. Ty, uh, Cal Rowley... Um, hit a pinch hit home run late in the game to send it over the total. Really, really great ball game. And the Mariners now will travel to to Houston to take on an Astros team that they are chasing. I think they're going to have a rough go of it. I think if you're looking to make some money, you you probably bet against the Mariners this series. Uh, And I don't think they take that series. Uh, But, uh, you know, nonetheless... Rodriguez, he's up to almost 270, 20 homers, I think 30 or 31 steals, 77 RBIs is it, 
So, you know, I think you take that all day from a sophomore season. I think his war is, uh, it's not the 6.8 or whatever it was last year, but I think it's it's approaching over four. He should have a shot, an outside shot to hit five, which is a damn good age 22 season. It's not the double digit that a lot of people were predicting, but he's still in line to kind of be what you thought he'd be if you thought he'd be that. So definitely wanted to give mention to that in our first segment. I'm going to grab a cup of coffee and I'll be right back. So the other guy I wanted to definitely talk about is more of the Wander Franco story has broken from a reporter named Hector Gomez, not to be confused with Pedro Gomez, who I believe is now deceased. Hector Gomez came out with a report that basically there's multiple accusers and with his reporting and talking to different people, it seems that the the common consensus thought is that Wander Franco will never play in the big leagues again. And that just sounds absolutely crazy to think about from a couple different standpoints. I mean, you have a guy here who, again, was supposed to be one of the faces of the entire sport, certainly the franchise player that the entire Rays game plan was built around. I mean, you also have guys I'm seeing on Twitter who have thousands upon thousands of dollars invested in Wander Franco signed cards and memorabilia and graded rookie cards. Uh, These guys are freaking out a little bit, rightfully so. That's why you don't invest in modern stars. As fun as it is to prospect, you simply can't do it. So Wander Franco, you know, again, I said, I think, last episode with Joey, I personally think that he'll play again. That's my gut feel on this. If there's multiple accusers coming out, I have to wonder, you know, what we don't know on this. You know, it seems to me like if there is multiple accusers, he's going to be in some hot water. I did a little bit of digging on this Hector Gomez guy because there's these, there's a lot of reporters that are fly by night, kind of trying to make a name for themselves if they can't hit a big story like this. I mean, it seems like he's a credible guy. I'm just wondering, is he only a reporter on Latin players? I haven't heard much about this guy. But apparently he is credible. He's hit some stuff before. Uh, so this is like more than a Twitter rumor. I mean, the media is kind of picking up on this. Um, Jeff Passan, a little bit quieter about it. Obviously, a guy like that's going to be slower to move. He has more to lose. And he's only going to report on kind of what's officially out there. But it's definitely taken a turn for the worse in the last 24 hours for Wander Franco. To me, the Rays are dead in the water, and I'm hoping they miss the playoffs entirely. I don't think that they do much for a fan from a watch standpoint. It felt like the Moneyball A's early in the season. I didn't understand how they were doing what they were doing. That ripeness has completely worn off the vine. 
they've been caught by the Orioles. They're holding on to a wild card spot. You hope a team like that gets squeezed for a team that would be a little bit more fun to watch, like the Mariners or the Anaheim Angels or even the fucking, you know, Yankees or Red Sox if they found a way to catch them. Um, That's probably not going to happen. But nonetheless, I mean, they're down to, I mean, what do they have? A Rosarena, Yandy Diaz. It's The cupboard's pretty bare right now uh, as far as the Rays and guys you'd put on a marquee uh, as stars. So really, really bad news if you're a Wander Franco fan or fantasy owner or guy that bought his baseball cards or just a fan of the game that you know, he was one of the young talents you looked forward to watching for so long. I mean, it's hard to believe. I saw this YouTube video the other day. It was Wander Franco hat night. He's pulled from the lineup. And, you know, little did we know that that walk-off bomb he hit against the Cleveland Guardians on, I think, last Friday night could have been the last big hit of his career. I mean, we've never really seen a story like this before. So it's a big story, and it's worth talking about and following closely. Uh, finally, as far as what happened in the league last night, kind of a light schedule, travel day, Thursday night, wasn't a lot going on. The New York Mets behind Jose Quintana beat the Cardinals. That's the game I had on low volume where I was hanging out. Pete Alonso hits a two-run bomb. I think it was his 37th of the season. He's going to get to 40 again. I love to see it. As toxic as the Mets culture is, you still see a guy like Jose Quintana going out there. The guy's been a quality starts machine. So it's not like the Mets don't have some pieces that have like worked out. Alonzo's doing his thing again. They got a little bit out of Francisco Lindor, who seemed done to me. And Quintana's pitched phenomenal. I think he's had a quality start every time out. So those are two teams that are doing battle that uh, the Titanic's already sunk, the Cardinals and the Mets. But nonetheless, um, you know, you get a quiet 4-2 win that nobody but me will ever remember. In St. Louis, Adam Wainwright pitched. Kind of seems like he should have went out with Yadier Molina at this point. Um, Finally, the Cardinals call up prospect Mason Wynn. He was their number two prospect. Shortstop, refined his defense. Should be a guy that, um, you know, is fun to watch. I've been disappointed with how the Cardinals have handled their young players this year, namely Jordan Walker. I thought Walker had a shot to be 22 Julio Rodriguez in 2023. It's weird. The Cardinals are still trying to play what seems like 18 guys in eight spots. It's never going to work. And the only reason Mason Wynn got called up was because... Lars Newtbar took a ball um, off a, I think he hit a ball off his nuts um, the other day. Fouled a ball off his nuts. He's on the IL. So they call up win, and they're just rotating a lot of guys in. I mean, Tommy Edmonds back in the fold. Alec Burleson, I think, is still playing for them. Um, They never got rid of Tyler O'Neill. He homered last night. You know, plus they still have Arenado. Goldschmidt, um, you know, the aforementioned Jordan Walker. Is Dylan Carlson still circulating? It just seems like the Cardinals have 20 guys in only eight spots to play them at. 
So they'd be well served. I think you'll see them make a couple trades this offseason, but really it should have been done before the deadline. Feel that urgency and get out ahead of this and just play Walker every day. They've really turned his season into a mediocre season. He showed enough to where you want to just get him four or 500 plate appearances. The team's not going anywhere. I have no idea why they've handled him like they've handled him. From the start of letting him break camp with the team and then sending him down like 10 days later just didn't make any sense. Anyways, that's my quick thoughts. Uh, We're heading into a Friday in a weekend of baseball. Should have another hot episode coming for you Friday night. And uh, hey, everybody have a blessed day.